Hi, welcome to Skip's Corner, where I cover Nashville's baseball history and events and introduce you to players, coaches, and other fans. There have been some great Negro Leagues baseball players to come out of Nashville. Some are easily recognizable and some are not. Uh, Those that you probably would know are Turkey Stearns, who is in the uh, National Baseball Hall of Fame. He's the only player born in Tennessee who is a member of that elite status, uh, born in Nashville. There's Henry Kimbrough, who probably should be in the Baseball Hall of Fame. He was a great player for the Baltimore Elite Giants and was born and lived in Nashville. Felton Snow, who was a manager of at one time of the Elites. Uh, Clinton Butch McCord started off in the late 40s playing Negro Leagues ball, went to Tennessee State University, and then ended up playing in what we call organized ball and was the twice the won a silver glove for being the best first baseman in all of minor league baseball. Jim Zapp, Big Zapp, who was born in Nashville and had uh, Butch McCord often said he hit the ball the furthest he'd ever seen anybody hit a ball. Sidney Bunch Jr., the great athlete out of Nashville who played not only Negro Leagues ball and minor league ball, but he played in the Canadian Football League for a while. And of course, everybody's hometown favorite, Jim Jr. Gillum, who grew up on Nashville Sandlots, ended up playing for the Baltimore Elite Giants and then was signed by the Brooklyn Dodgers where he became the Rookie of the Year and he became the first African-American coach for the Dodgers in Los Angeles. But in honor of Black History Month, I would like to highlight one player, one of the greatest baseball players to come out of Nashville, maybe a name you probably have never heard of. And he's famous for many things, most notably as a defensive catcher, who, although not known for being a great hitter, had base runners holding close to their bases for over 20 years. Well, his name is Bruce Franklin Petway, nicknamed Buddy, and he was born in Nashville on December the 23rd, 1885, along with his brother, who was born two years earlier, who was a left-handed pitcher. They formed a battery in local black leagues around Nashville. Now, Bruce was destined to become a doctor, and he entered Meharry Medical College to further his career in medicine. But professional baseball, as often happens, calls his name and he left school to pursue his career in the sport he loved so much. In 1906, we find him playing for the Leland Giants, along with his brother. But in the late summer, Bruce left Chicago and joined the Philadelphia ex-Giants. With a strong arm and able to run the bases with speed, later in 1912, he'd lead the Cuban League in stolen bases with 20. He was recruited by the famous Negro Leagues baseball player, Rube Foster, to play for the Chicago Leland Giants in 1910. And although it's difficult to confirm, that team won 123 games and lost only six through September. Now, the club went to Cuba to play the Havana Reds, but Pedway stayed to play with the Reds when the Giants returned to the United States. And here's where one of Petway's greatest accolades comes from. On November the 28th, 1910, in a game against the visiting Detroit Tigers, Hall of Famer Ty Cobb drew a wall, but was thrown out by Petway on an attempt to steal second. And the two teams faced each other for a second time, 
and for the two games it's recorded that Cobb stole a base in neither one. Now, part of baseball lore says that Petway threw Cobb out three times, but it's hard to confirm that. The next year, Rube Foster formed his own team, the Chicago American Giants, and Petway was his catcher through the 1918 season, 1911 through 1918. One of the first catchers to throw from a squat without standing, he was also known for throwing runners out from his knees, and he often dropped balls on purpose to tease runners to run, and was extremely adept at fielding bunts. And Laura also says that during that Cuban series, he fielded a bunt from Ty Cobb and threw him out at first easily. Now, Petway was known for being smart and was a student of the game, and those qualities enabled him to become a playing manager for the Detroit Stars beginning in 1922 after joining the club in 1919 as a player. Now, his batting averages weren't great. In Detroit, they were 179, 301, 216, 312, and 326 until his last season. He slumped to 156 in 1925, and it was his last season. But altogether, he spent seven seasons with the Detroit Stars. And like many members of the Stars, Petway worked in an auto plan in the offseason. And after leaving Detroit, he worked as a Pullman porter and an apartment manager in Chicago. He was married twice, but he had no children, and he died on July the 4th, 1941, in Chicago. Now, Leslie Heafy, a professor at Kent State University Stark campus and a member of the Society of American Baseball Research's Negro Leagues Committee and also author of the Negro Leagues 1869 to 1960, a publication by McFarland and Company, says he is considered by many to be one of the best catchers in the Negro Leagues, and yet many have never heard of him. She says his relatively light-hitting, his focus on defense, his presence on teams with higher-profile superstars, and simply the early area in which he played may have been detrimental to him getting more attention. Now, longtime pitcher, manager, executive, and journalist Dizzy Dismukes, who played Negro League's ball, wrote in a March 1930 article that Petway was the greatest backstop of all times. And he said, topping the list is none other than Bruce Petway whom I claim to have been the greatest throwing catcher I ever saw. His best days were spent during the base running craze. One could possibly count all the thefts against Petway during a season on one hand and then have a few fingers left. Now, here's the final tally on Petway. His career lasted from 1906 to 1925. He not only played catcher, but he played a little bit of first base too, and he was a playing manager with the Detroit Stars. The teams he played for... Cuban X Giants in 1906, the Leland Giants, 1906 through 1910, the Brooklyn Royal Giants and the Philadelphia Giants in 1908 and 1909, the Chicago American Giants in 1911 through 1918, and the Detroit Stars in 1919 through 1925. He hit from both sides of the plate, but he was a right-hander and his weight was around 170, which fit his 5'11 frame. Now, in 2006, Petway was one of the preliminary candidates considered for election into the National Baseball Hall of Fame by the Special Committee on the Negro Leagues, but he was not chosen for induction. And probably his career batting average estimated to be 
232 by seamheads.com was probably not high enough. But there should be no question that Petway was one of the greatest defensive catchers in baseball history. Hall of Fame managers John McGrew, Rube Foster, and Connie Mack once called him the world's greatest catcher. And John McGraw even said that there's no reason why colored players shouldn't be playing, and he would be proud to have Bruce Petway on his team. And Petway may have been the one to recruit another Nashville ball player, Turkey Stearns, who I talked about earlier, and encouraging him to leave his home to join the Detroit Stars in 1923, where his manager was who? Bruce Petway. Bruce Petway was a great Nashville player, grew up on the sand lots of Nashville, learned to hone his skills at Sulphurdale, which back in those days would have been Athletic Park, and certainly Greenwood Park, and other places around town. Bruce Petway, a great Nashville Negro Leagues player. Well, I hope you enjoyed this segment of Skip's Corner. I hope you'll come back again and join me. If you'd like to send me a note, feel free at 262downright at gmail.com. And as always, thank you for listening in.